With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March the 8th, 2020. Um, Hope you're enjoying this daylight savings time. Um, I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. First segment is entitled Leon Washington not celebrated enough now if my memory serves me correctly he played with uh lorenzo booker who's like the number one back coming out of high school and i i thought leon washington actually had a better career than him um you know he split carries with (laughs) with a couple of different backs but uh when he first got to Florida State, he wore number 33. Then he switched to number three. Uh, stayed all four years. Um, his best season with Florida State was in, uh, let's see, in 2004. He had 138 carries for 951 yards and seven touchdowns. I don't know what happened his senior year. I don't, it looks like he got hurt uh, looking at the statistics. Um, no, he played in every game. I don't know what happened. I'm trying to think who was there in 2005. Um, nothing's ringing a bell. But this guy was awesome in the return game as well. Um, he made it to the NFL and stayed for a long time. Um, from 2006 to 2014. That's what, eight seasons? And he was primarily a return guy. Um, All around good back, man. I mean, he could run between the tackles. He could catch it out the backfield. And you just never hear about him anymore. He was a five-star recruit, I think. Uh, Let me go back and let me look at rivals. Give me one second here. I'm efforting on this. Leon... Washington Rivals He was a cornerback He was a cornerback dog in high school And he was I knew he was a five star recruit Um Yeah, uh, he was number one as his position and number nine and nationally. So I, I, I just want I, he must have been an athlete in high school because I'm trying to think in 2003. 
or he signed in 2003. We didn't have like any standouts at cornerback. I, I remember Brian McFadden. At any rate, um, he's just not celebrated enough. He had a pretty good career. Uh, two, 2,041 yards for his career, 12 touchdowns. He, he's not on the level of a Warwick Dunn or a Dalvin Cook, but five-star recruit. He split carries with Lorenzo Booker, and I remember him because he was a dynamic player. So let me know what you think about Leon Washington. All right, next segment is entitled, Would it be politically correct to use a actual – Seminole Native American for the pregame ritual on Renegade. I don't think that Native Americans would go for that ever. I think they are real. We're lucky to be able to use their name. Uh, the Seminole. I don't even think they like that. Um, it was just a question that popped in my head. I wanted to just bounce it off some of you guys, the listeners, just to see what you think. Um, I really don't think Native Americans like their their heritage and their name used on sports teams at all, especially like the Washington Redskins or the Atlanta Braves or the Cleveland Indians. First of all, Indians are from India. These people are Native Americans. That's what they are. They're not Indians. All right. And so I try not to use that term because I, I know a couple of people that are Native Americans and they don't like that. They don't like being called Indians. They like the term Native Americans better. So I try to use that to show respect for them. Um, I don't like I don't like the fact that they dress a white guy up as a Seminole Indian and do the whole renegade thing. I really don't like that. Um, I I mean, it's a pregame ritual. Everybody loves it. I love it, but I just think either use an actual Seminole Native American or just do away with it. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. All right. Um, next segment is entitled, if social media died today, could the world handle it? And no, <laughs> I mean, let's face it, man. Social media is like a third arm. Okay, it's left arm, right arm, and then your phone, you know, and people are always checking Facebook, Instagram, they're going live. You know, I guarantee you on your commute, wherever you're going today. You're going to find somebody checking their phone while they're driving. Okay. It's just a fact of life now. Um, social media. To me. Really started jumping. In uh, like 2008. For me. Um, I didn't get on Facebook or Twitter until like 2009. But. Just when Obama was running for president, you know, that's when that's when it really took off. I know Facebook was like a college thing, like in 2005 or 2004. Nobody was really on it. And then, you know, it just took off. Um, Instagram is more recent. 
Um, I'm not, I got an Instagram account, but I don't be on it like that. Um, I'm just more like, I I got a Twitter account. I really don't be on Twitter like that. It's more just Facebook and Facebook is just more like for family and friends. You know, I see people on Facebook with like a million friends. It's like, come on. Um, but I, I, I really think if all of the social media went away, people would go crazy because you're, you're so used to being well connected, just period. Not necessarily the family and friends, just period, connected to something, something to look at every day. Like I kind of miss like back in the day in the 80s and the 90s when you didn't have all that. You actually had to talk to a person face to face. And um, you can't even do crank calls no more. Or prank calls because, you know, nobody has a home phone anymore. So it's everything is cell phone based now. You can't really prank call somebody on their cell phone. They'll just they'll just block you or screen you out. Um So it's it's always a good and a bad to everything in life and you know, social media is just one of those things, man. Um So let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment is entitled Is Norvell a play caller or a CEO? And obviously he's a play caller, but he's probably going to have to morph into a CEO. Um, That um, approach being a play caller worked for Jimbo Fisher, um, but he couldn't get the CEO part down because he shunned a lot of people while he was at Florida State. And... uh, That's probably why he got a lot of resistance on a lot of the stuff that he wanted because he wasn't very uh, outgoing. And, um, you know, Norvell's going to have to try to be the opposite of that. Um, You I, I, I would say try to find a balance between the both. I mean, Willie Taggart. His first year, he tried to be a play caller and a CEO. He couldn't do it. He brought in Kendall Browse to be the play caller, and he still meddled in the play calling. So, and I kind of, I kind of understand where Willie Tagger was coming from. You know, he didn't want Kendall Browse to get a hundred percent of the credit for the turnaround on the offense, but Willie Tagger ultimately or purposely got himself walked out the door. Um, but I think Norvell, I watched his press conference yesterday. He's very uh, cerebral. He's very articulate. Um, and I just hope all the stuff that he's doing can translate to the field. Um, he said they only had 12 workouts. I thought they were working out on damn near a daily basis. That's what I was thinking. So, like I said, I'm just a fan. I'm not there i'm not an insider i don't know what's going on i i have to look at youtube and the internet just like you guys but i just for me just looking at this team last year and the effort and the conditioning i thought they were at least working out three to four times a week so you know he's been the coach since early december and january and february 
and now March and you've only done 12 workouts. I'm, 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 I, am I missing something here? Because <laughs> I just felt like it would have been way more than that, like in the 20s at least. But I'm not there. I'm not the head coach. I don't know what's going on. So, but Norvell is a play caller at the moment. He's going to have to morph into a CEO because Florida State is not a program where you can just be a play caller. You have to be kind of like a politician. Um, so hopefully he can figure it out and get this program back to where everybody wants it to be. All right. Um, last segment for this episode. Uh, last year, Foxed, Foxed, no, Fox merged with Walt Disney. And um, I just got one question, man. Can we get X-Men versus Avengers? Everybody wants to see it. Um, you know, it, and how every movie like this starts out, it starts out with the X-Men fighting the, the Avengers and then they come together to fight a common foe. And that common foe would have to be Galactus. Okay, you, you've got the rights to all your characters now except for like Venom and Spider-Man. So if you can somehow get Spider-Man in this, which would be a, you know, critical ad, seeing as though Sony probably is probably never going to give him back to Marvel. I don't I don't I just don't understand the contracts of how you lease out a character and how another entity can just keep him forever if they want to um if anybody knows how that works please tell me in the comments but um this movie has to happen i just uh for the x-men it's all about who it's all about who's gonna be wolverine for me you know he's the guy when it comes to x-men and um you know for the avengers you killed off iron man in the last movie so you're gonna have to figure out some kind of way to bring him back um i really don't like uh mark raffalo as the hulk um i think you could go back to um um i forget the guy's name who should have played Hulk, but he wanted like a boatload of money. And um, they didn't want to pay him. But at any rate, man, I just hope that since these two companies have merged, that we can actually get a movie with the whole Marvel Universe. Um, not the entire, but, you know, like the main guys and have a true like Infinity Gauntlet series um so let me know what you think about that man um that's gonna conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it um it's available on youtube it's available on i'm gonna quit saying specific places where you can get it it's pretty much this podcast is pretty much available anywhere you can listen to podcasts okay um i appreciate everyone that listens 
uh, whether it's on a daily basis or just here and there. Anytime you listen, I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for your continued support. And as always, go Knowles.